Welcome back to I Love Basketball, everybody. This is The Machine, and I'm here with my good friend, Sabrina. <laughs> I really need a nickname. It's, it's a much less fun introduction when I just say my name and you have this persona. Is there a WNBA player called Sabrina? There will be next year, but not yet. Oh. Well, we'll wait for her to get a nickname. <laughs> okay. Oh, we have a really fun thing that we're going to do this episode. Uh, We are going to do like a ritual cleansing of the Lakers to just like burn away the sins of last season so we can enter this new one with renewed hope, faith, and just goodwill. That's the hope. That's what we're going to do today. So um, because we can't actually like burn away anything that happened with the Lakers, what we're going to do is we're just going to go through all of the stupid, stupid stories that dominated the Lakers news cycle this year. And we're going to- And then cast them off. Yeah. Just let them go. No longer to be burdens. This is complete appropriation of Wiccan culture, by the way. I just like to say it's very, very offensive. I I I didn't realize it was. (laughs) I was thinking more of like that episode of Friends where like Monica and Rachel and Phoebe just burn all of the stuff from their ex-boyfriends. Oh, that is also appropriation of Wiccan culture. It appears to be so, yeah. 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 So we're just thinking the 2018-2019 season. So I know it's been like a long, long dead time for the Lakers, but we're just focusing on this one year. Yeah. I think there's only one place we can start, and that's with uh, Magic Johnson resigning in a impromptu press conference. <laughs> uh, yeah. W- when you think about the stupid things that happened with the Lakers this year, this is by far <laughs> the top of the Comes list. Comes to mind. First of all, he uh, he just sort of shows up at Staples Center. No one, no one knows it's happening. Nope. He just tells reporters, like, you're, you're going to want to stand here. I've got something to say. He said it so proudly, too. <laughs> he was like, you're going to want to be here for this, okay? Because I've got some juicy shit for you. So he just decides that after, you know, the last few months of just being in entirely terrible president of basketball operations... The job that was literally created with his name in mind. That Mm -hmm. he no longer wants a job. He's not Mm -mm. having any fun. No, sir. He's not able to fire the people he wants to fire. (laughs) Unjust. (laughs) And that before the Lakers play a game, that he's just going to unload this bomb on them. It's so stupid. We still can't believe. And then if that weren't enough, he then goes on and just like insane like media tour that (laughs) I feel like did way more harm than good to his image for me, at least. Yeah, the the fact that his like Stephen A. Smith interview was the same day that the Lakers introduced Frank Vogel was really just the icing on the cake for that. Super rude. And just the way he... (sighs) I get he wanted to, like, clear his name or whatever, mm-hmm. but I think it just came off, like, really petulant, and I was like, why are you doing this? Yeah, he's already the beloved one in this relationship. No one likes right? Rob Palenka more than him. He could have been <laughs> fine just saying, like, I'm not good at this job. I'm going to leave, and everyone would have been okay with it. 
I know. Ugh. But instead he had to drag Rob Palinka's name through the mud, which I understand. It does sound like he was kind of an asshole, so I get it. He's not the only one to have done that to Rob Palinka, so, you know, we'll we'll forgive him that part. It's true. That's, like, another thing we were talking about earlier was, like, he, Rob Palinka, that is, always has these, like, little, he clearly has a bajillion enemies throughout the (laughs) league because there's always these little stories that, like, come out about him, about, like, how he screwed somebody or something over. And, like, some of them aren't true, but it's just been very clear that our guy has enemies. Yeah, the like, the, the frequency with which these little things pop up just, uh, I mean, eventually something's going to stick. Yeah, and then also just the blatant lies. Oh, yes, the Heath Ledger story that popped up. The blatant <laughs> random lies. Yeah. So that's been fun, too. So let's, let's hope for a year of... Uh, less front office intrigue than there has been. Yes. Good thing magic is gone. And all what we have left is a charming meme <laughs> that is his Twitter. So that's fun. Oh, uh, we do <laughs> still have Rob Palinka, though. And I don't think that his antics are going to stop anytime soon. Yeah, I mean, I suppose that we're still going to have to deal with these little, like, little Rob lies that pop up every so often but it's just who he is i would hope without magic johnson there just the noise surrounding the front office will be a little bit less loud than it has been that's a rarely talked about thing of like you already have the lakers who get more media buzz than anybody else and then you add like lebron james and magic and it's like you're just gonna have people sticking their nose in every single one of your pores the entire time. Yep. Every single possible open point on your body will have a reporter sticking their nose in it. At least, like, uh, LeBron knows when to shut it down, you know? Yeah. Whereas Magic just is like, come one, come all. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Anything you want to know. Ugh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. All right, so what was another uh, terrible story that we would like to ritually cleanse away? Oh, uh, tampering. <laughs> one of our, one of the things we're best at in the league. We're actually number one in tampering in the league. Very so, cool. in case you've forgotten, um, when the Lakers were playing Philly earlier this year, Magic Johnson has a little, you know, impromptu press conference again because he wanted to shut down all the noise about the Lakers being unhappy <laughs> about their names being in trade rumors. And during this little, you know, interview, he just throws out the fact that uh, Ben Simmons asked to work out with him and he didn't do it yet because he was waiting for confirmation from the Philadelphia 76ers front office. Oh my God. (laughs) So the NBA had to investigate if Magic had actually tampered by talking about Ben Simmons and potentially engaging in a like off-season relationship, like, you know, workout relationship thing. Right. And uh, so the Lakers weren't fined, you know. Thankfully, because there's no consistency to how tampering is legislated. Mm, right. But, you know, that's that's a story for a different time. But also, this feels like, based on Magic's, like, I'm sure he had a lot of reasons for leaving. But one of them was that he wants to be, like, a mentor in the league. And this did feel like a turning point mm-hmm. where both his job was going, like, way suckier than it had before. Like, we sucked. Mm-hmm. It was a bad stretch. And 
it felt like a turning point for like both of those things. Right, because it clearly was like he's not having fun because he can't even, you know, be the he greatest point out. guard ever and share his wisdom with the next generation. Yeah. It was also yeah. silly, like God, Ben Simmons like emailed him or something and then like Elton Brand was like, No, this ain't happening. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of crazy that you can't do that, but I get it. Yeah, but now he's free to be tamperer-in-chief, and hopefully the Lakers are immune from those fines going forward. (laughs) There were also, like, a couple of just, like, player things that was mostly front office stuff. But, uh, you know, we kind of said we were going to talk about, um, like, basketball stuff, but... The Zubats trade, I think, is one of the greatest pieces of malpractice that we have <laughs> suffered as a franchise. Yeah, it's... I truly cannot believe. Like, we truly got nothing in return for, like, the softest, creamiest <laughs> boy in the league. Truly the personification of triple cream breaches is Zubats. And we lost him for nothing. Yep, and, and now I am willing to let it go in the name of enjoying next season. It's just a little unfortunate that right now the Lakers are in the midst of this search for another center for their roster. And it's like apparently the problem that they have with like Noah and Dwight is that they're a little too old. They're looking for somebody younger. You know how old Davids is? <laughs> 22 he years old. He is a ripe old 17 years old. Years old. <laughs> Yeah, but like he like, could be sixteen. That baby face—it's incredible. Totally could be <sighs> a, a young fresh cheese, <laughs> a young a wheel of young fresh creamy cheese. At least, at least the Clippers appreciate him. <laughs> Four-year that contract much? for our boy Vita Zubacke. That is comforting to be sure. As a Zubats fan, as a player fan. As a fan of a player. We are allowed to root for our former Laker traffics. It is. It's in the code. Yeah. It is. It is. Yeah. I'll be a Pelicans fan. D'Angelo they can't Russell, do much Julius this year, Randall, I don't think. You know. But like next couple of years, it'd be crazy. Yeah. It's going to be lit. <laughs> Brandon Ingram. I mean, they got to. Brandon Ingram has to do it this year because he has to earn his money. All right. Fourth year contract status. But right now, this is his year. I'm so excited for him. Okay, anyway. Uh, Rondo not sitting on the bench that one time. <laughs> Which he and claimed we all was were a so part mad. of a, a regular practice of sitting within the fans at Road Arenas. It's just something he likes to do. That's uh, weird. How has no one ever pointed this out before? Like It seems like a very mm. unconventional thing for an NBA player to do. Also, nobody else really came out to, like, corroborate that version <laughs> of events, so I'm going to go ahead and or say or any that. of the other five teams that Rondo has played for. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, I totally noticed that before. BS. BS. Um, that was nothing, but it also was just, like, in the context of everything else, was just like, oh, yeah, just, like, a freaking cherry on top is Rondo just, like, sitting over there, who's definitely going to also get re-signed next year after <laughs> this. And he did. You would be So correct, that's another Sasha. injustice, is Rondo getting re-signed. Unfortunately, we, we can't cleanse that away for next season no. just yet. No. But you know what? We can come into it with a refreshed outlook 
and just more positivity that his role will be far less on this team. I I would rather Rondo just be sitting there the whole game, really. Like that's me too. If if that's the way we want to play it, like road arenas, you know, just take a seat, forty eight minutes, pop down. You know, bro, take take you got one three point attempt (laughs) and three assists attempt per game for me. That's what you're getting. Make use of them. And then enjoy your time among the fans. <laughs> Indeed. And being a coach on the bench, isn't that what you want? Like, if he really wants to be a good coach, he would know that he shouldn't be playing anymore. Right? Yeah, I mean, Ultimately. Yeah, I don't know. I, go I, learn how I've, to do that. I've wasted so much time talking about Rajan Rondo. <laughs> And I know we're going to have to spend infinitely more time talking about him. I was about to say, that's not going to end. Yeah. That's not going to end. And I have one of my personal things that I got really mad about, and I'm still mad about, Mm -hmm. not as much as Zubats, is, like, JaVale's attitude. He, like, threw a... He just did something really, I don't even remember what it was, but he did something really stupid. And then he laughed and was like, ah, ha, 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 ha. And everyone was like, this is not funny. Like, you're the only person who thinks this is funny. And it was, it just made, I was like, this is an attitude right here. So I'm going to need to, I'm going to need him to repeat next season what he did early last season for me before I can trust him again. That's another thing where we just kind of have to go in with refreshed attitude because exactly he is still around. Exactly. And also, you know who's not around? Mr. Bees. Mr. Bees. Bees. <laughs> because he got... <laughs> oh, man. He, he decided to mutiny. Oh. In the <laughs> locker room. Bees. The bee's knees. Yeah, that was a that was an unfortunate little incident. I thought that was going to come in time with it when we talked about the Zubach trade because I'm pretty sure that's what precipitated oh, it. Yeah, but yeah, a little a little mutiny over uh, one Mr. Luke Walton for not playing his veterans. Failing and to you be know involved. what, Michael Beasley. Apparently, people had to be restrained. <laughs> uh. Rough. Not a good look. I think that's about as bad as the KCP jailbird look. <laughs> I think it's almost there. I don't know. There's something about like a DUI that's like just really messed up. But DUI when you make $8 million a year, especially, right? and could just call a Get car at any time you want. You don't even need a new one. You could call a private car with that kind of money. Ugh. Anyway, just... <laughs> That's a little ethics lesson from us. Did you know it is 90 degrees in my room right now? <laughs> yeah. Well, at least yeah. we, uh, we're past the trash guys, right? Yeah. No, actually, trash happened a few hours ago. So we're good no go. worries on that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's, let's hope that uh, Vogel has better command of his locker room than Luke Walton did, because the last thing yeah. I want to hear about is, you know, JaVale McGee once again. And like, who, who would be the prime candidates for a mutiny on this team? Oh, uh, uh, Rondo. It seems like one. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, you can't not include Javale in this because yeah, it's, it's really just the Rondo Javale. May- maybe KCP thrown in. I think KCP. It's really the the return guys, <laughs> the guys, that the people were like, who actually know what it's like. <laughs> the Lakers looked at their team last year. They're like, so things didn't quite work out. You know what the problem was? All these young guys. Let's ship them away. 
And let's keep let's all the old keep kids. Keep the volatile the volatile veterans. <laughs> that should be their like their their name. The volatile their, veterans. Like, superhero league name. <laughs> the volatile veterans. Yeah. So that that was a fun little uh chapter in Lakers lore. Almost as fun Super as fun. the the magic yelling at Luke seven games into the season when the Lakers were like two oh. and five. And the Lakers proceeding to fall behind by 30 points in their next game against oh Toronto. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I forgot about that. We were all like, is this too early? I think it's too early. Maybe it's not too early. We have LeBron James. It was like this just whole thing and everybody just couldn't stop talking about it because every single one of these little things, we remember them because they get Amplified, yeah. Just blown up. We were talking about this earlier. It's like having LeBron and Magic in the same space. <laughs> and it's like, you just are gonna get somebody. If something is happening in there, there's a journalist who knows about it. Yeah, I think uh, what really saved Luke Walton's job last year was that nobody wanted Brian Shaw to be the head coach of the Lakers. And... The problem now is that we're going to have to hear a year of speculation about Frank Vogel because they want Jason Kidd to be the head coach. Do they? Doesn't Jeannie love Jason Kidd? I don't know. (laughs) I wouldn't begin to know. But I heard... Ooh, I don't want to say something that's wrong. Is this from your uh, Euro guy again? This is from my trusted sources. Ah, Okay entertainment my euro guy who's my euro guy oh i meant your hero guy the you know the the one at the there was like some oh (laughs) did we talk about this yeah this is from my source this is that's my clay thompson source okay (laughs) this is the guy at the greek restaurant in uh orange county uh, just right around where Clay Thompson lives, who knows his mom and has served Clay Thompson before. And his mom was talking about some stuff and made me made that guy think that, <laughs> aha, Clay Thompson was was actually going to the Lakers. What a what a joke! What a joke! So I don't trust that source anymore. Okay. Actually, no. Um, that Jason Kidd is LeBron's guy. Oh yeah, LeBron likes Jason Kidd a lot. Yeah. We knew that. Yeah. But, like, is it the, like, I just like the difference between whether it's, like, LeBron's guy or Rob Palenka's guy. Oh, I don't think he's Rob's guy. I think he's Genie's no. guy. Interesting. Yeah. So it's Genie and LeBron pulling the strings on Jason Kidd, an unlikely duo. <laughs> yeah, so, um, You'd as think much as we would. Pulling for the same. We would like to rid ourselves of a year of speculation about coaching stability. Oh, that's imminent. That's that's imminent. Oh dear, that's imminent. Whole season. Man, we need to do when a better there's nothing job else happening. And, uh, <laughs> actually, get rid of things. When there's nothing else happening, that is what people will talk about. Well, one thing we definitely won't have to talk about next year is um, big baller brand. Oh yeah. Yeah, because it took a freaking nosedive this season and correct. pretty much ran itself into the ground. It turns out wild. attaching your brand to a guy who has persistent foot and leg injuries is not ah. a great way to build a 
footwear no. company. No, not a great way to build trust in the brand. <laughs> not the best. Range. I mean, it's crazy because the whole past like three seasons, we've just been like, please just put on a pair of Nikes. <laughs> Please. Just do it. <laughs> and we're begging you to just put on a pair of Nikes. Yeah. But he, you know, he really stuck to his guns. And, like, we thought Big Baller Brand was, like, in the dust. And it is not. It, it has resurrected. It has resurrected. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And exactly. they have an Australian presence now because Lamello is there. Lamello, who's at 18th birthday today, I believe. Uh, happy birthday. Oh, my God. I'm actually a huge Lamello supporter. I mean, I'm this is proponent. this is the premier Lamello Ball podcast out there. Oh yes, we have made our <laughs> our claim to that. I'm also calling dibs on when he's in the league. I'm calling dibs on hosting a oh, podcast. Speaking so. of which, there was one tiny little story where uh, Lavar Ball said that Rob and Magic told him that they would give Jello a chance on the list. <laughs> And he said they went against their words. So those those are things that'll be nice to be free from. That's somehow even more obviously a lie than the (laughs) Keith Ledger story. (laughs) Crazy. Like, what do you think is more likely that LeVar is just making up the entire thing or that Magic was like, yeah, we're going to give Jello a chance and LeVar took it seriously? (laughs) Or that he intentionally took it as like an oath yeah <laughs> knowing that it was not yeah so just so he could go talk sh- on tv or whatever he was doing it's crazy <laughs> and i feel like not having a thriving big baller brand actually had like a factor in this season where i like contributed to the general malaise mm. of like especially the season post lebron injury because Lonzo was, like, the star of that team, kind of. Yep. Like, he was starting to play really well. Like, it would have been, like, Big Baller Run was still kind of not, it was still kind of, like, doing what it was doing. But they but hadn't there wasn't had, as like, much hype. The, they hadn't had the complaints from the Better Business Bureau yet. And, you know. Yeah. So they were still, like, there. And then he hurts his ankle. It was his ankle or his knee? I think it was his knee First, no, it was his ankle first, and then it turned into anything later. Oh, perfect. Um, after Boogie Cousins' whole like left leg just basically shattered in front of our eyes, um, Lonzo having like multiple injuries along along multiple joints is uh, pretty scary. Yeah, it's pretty terrifying. <clears throat> like you were saying, the the demise of yes. Big Baller Rand was just <laughs> reflected in the demise of the Lakers season. Yeah. Because Lonzo was kind of like like our beating heart there for a little while, and uh, his heart was broken. Yeah, and but it was like a little bit of a nice like rallying point, I think, for all of us. Like around Lonzo, we were like, "Yes, he's like becoming a man." Like I love this, like how it's contributing to his like relationship with LeBron. There was like that whole storyline happening. Yeah, even got to appear on an episode of The Shop. Yeah, yeah, it was big time for Zoe. That that is big time. Even though he has his own wire. Oh, yeah. Lonzo Wire. <laughs> we can't joke about Lonzo Wire. Editor is Christian Rivasque. It's okay. Only I... positive things about Lonzo Wire. <laughs> I only have positive things to say about Lonzo Wire. 
All right. Well, uh, there was one more stupid thing that happened to the Lakers this oh, season. God. And it was the very, basically like the very first game of the season for the Lakers. Very first home game. And we should have known when this happened that we were in for a year of just unnecessary drama upon drama. And that, of course, is the spit fight. <laughs> oh, yeah! <laughs> oh, what a high point. point. <laughs> what a high point of the season. Where Honestly, Brandon Ingram telling... James Harden, like I'll mother, I'll knock your mother ass out. Was probably the like my highlight of the season because James Harden is a little bitch, and <laughs> I'm not even sure it was me. directed at Chris Paul too. And like that also would have been totally acceptable because we know how Lakers feel yeah. about Chris Paul. It's just the amount of time that we spent afterwards, like dissecting video to see if like Rondo just like had like his mouth closed oh, yeah. or like, <laughs> spit was like traveling. <laughs> towards chris paul's eye and then chris paul like wiping his eye it was important it was important to know what had happened so that we could decide who was in the right even though we were always going to know that it was chris paul regardless yeah but he was in the wrong of course he was if it did happen what did he even say what did he say to make rondo spit on him (laughs) I'd like to know. Somebody know should write a fake fake script. Oh, like a fan fiction happened. about that? <laughs> yes. Oh, uh, yeah. I just know Chris Paul spent the next Rockets game, because they played the Clippers the next day. So he spent that day at LeBron's house watching the game there. Um, and he had Mike D'Antoni complain to the media that he was fined so much because apparently they don't understand that fines are proportional to how much you make per game. And when you make $40 million a year, your fine is going to be more than Brandon Ingram's mm-hmm, $6 million that salary. makes a lot of sense. <laughs> That's... Yeah. Really can't believe they make... Remember how much Magic up fined for that first tampering thing that happened a while ago? Was that the 50K one or... That was the Paul George one, right? That, was that also, one was a lot. That was because uh, they found Rob had texted <laughs> Paul George's agent. Oh, <laughs> never <laughs> mind. <laughs> Stayed over a phone call. Also, like, doesn't that guy hate you? I don't. Like, why are you being so blatant? That's so true, because that's D'Angelo's agent. That guy hates you. Why are you being so blatant? Uh, That's idiotic. Anyway. uh, Yeah, this was, like, pretty much... We were like, we are a real team now. Like, we are brothers in arms. We fight for each other. Like, Brandon Ingram is just, he's always been like that, like, their first teammate. That was another really funny thing about that whole thing, that that's the kind of act in the NBA where there's going to be, like, 10 or 15 or 20 layers. Mm -hmm. So we're going to talk about it deeply and widely. (laughs) It's going to be, every aspect of it is going to be discussed in incredible detail because it is a, quotes, very interesting thing, <laughs> unquote, that has happened. So, like, you get into the, like, people were getting into the, like, social justice aspects. Like, people were like, this is actually really not okay. Like, we shouldn't be resorting to violence because that's very wrong. And I was just like, I don't understand how these, like, suited white men who, like, look like accountants are trying to be like, violence is very wrong when, like, this is, like, you probably, I don't know. 
I also enjoy whatever when, you think that white men have done. When uh, the players like get into their discussions of like who are the hold me back guys, you know, and then like yeah. who actually like wants to get in the middle of things. <laughs> Brandon Inger is not a hold me back guy. Like that guy no. gets into the middle of. Things. He actually doesn't let you hold him back because no. they did hold him back and then he yeah, broke free. He's, he's too wiry and his arms are too long. Like there's just you gotta you gotta work harder. You yeah, it's going to be very difficult, if not impossible, to hold him back. Because uh, he truly wants the smoke. He wants all of like it. Like, he actually wants it. He wants to give it to you, actually. Yeah. So uh, that was that was the way the Lakers started their season, about nothing but basketball. <laughs> Sorry, everything and but basketball. <laughs> the beginning of a long, illustrious career in which Rondo is just not playing basketball for the Lakers. Because <laughs> he absolutely is just sitting on the bench. Honestly... We were, like, mad, and it's annoying for him to take up a roster spot, but, like, I'm obviously not wishing injury on anyone that would be horrible. Yeah, of course. But, I mean, he really didn't play that much last season anyway. Can't he just, like, get one of those, like, Darren Collison, like, come-to-Jesus moments and just decide to retire early? Like, I'd be down with that. Um, like, I don't know who we would even put in that roster spot anyway, because it's just not, like... Mello, apparently, right? Oh, God. And Honestly, Royce White, so he and Jared Dudley can be teammates. <laughs> You've heard about this, right, Sasha? I have, of course. <laughs> There's absolutely no reason to throw hands at Jared Dudley. <laughs> He's done nothing to nobody. This is another story we can just cleanse ourselves of. <laughs> what a great... Why does this stuff happen? I mean, and then, like, we don't have to talk about it, but I'm just saying that, like, when when these things happen and then you go on Twitter mm-hmm. and it's like you get to these all these layers and it's like everybody's talking about it forever and it's just crazy and, like, it just... Blo- like, you just watch it, like... It blow up and expand over like two weeks, and then it's just gone. That was like where was that thing that happened with the Lakers this year? There's one thing that we didn't talk about, and like I don't want to make like I know I'm like kind of a kind of a bit of a joker, bit of a joker, make some jokes, but like Luke Walton got accused of sexual assault. Oh, but that's like a real story. That's not a stupid thing. No, it's not a stupid thing, yeah. but it's something that happened and it like has I it's definitely like tainted the way that like I view the past 3 seasons of basketball that I've watched. Mm-hmm. And it the worst thing is how it just went through that exact same cycle as every other of those dumb stories. It's not a dumb story, but it has its like two week blow up. Everybody ta- people don't even talk about it as much as whether Rondo had his mouth guard in his mouth when he was spitting because they're too scared to. And they don't know. There are more rules with when you talk about that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. And, like, it's it's not fun and cheerful, but it is happening. And it goes to that exact same, like, two-week cycle as even, like, dumb stories. Yeah. I, I don't know if there's ever going to be a resolution for that. Like, I haven't heard anything about it since the initial report. I have no idea. It's almost like it literally just faded away into the abyss, essentially. Yeah, and the Sacramento Kings don't seem to have any interest in pursuing it. So They have no problem. They just hired him. Good luck with that, by the way, Sacramento Kings. Employed. I hope you have a very good time with that, because he's actually not just an asshole in that way. He also is an asshole with lineups. He does not know what he's doing. So good luck. Good luck. All right. So as we uh, bid adieu to Luke Walton, 
and we made adieu to all of this nonsense that we <laughs> hope to not have to deal with in 2019-20. Uh, Sasha and I just want to say thank you to all of our listeners because yeah. our podcast has been doing pretty well. Yeah, it's exciting. It feels like stuff is growing. People were really interested this summer, and uh, it's been kind of fun to do this every week. And yeah. we appreciate the opportunity that you guys continue to give us by listening. And uh, we hope you continue to love I love basketball as much as we love basketball. <laughs> and as much as Meta loves basketball, because that's really what this is about. He's our standard. He's our for inspiration. Love of basketball. Yeah. And we really do. All right, guys. Have a great weekend. Um, Make sure to subscribe to the Silver Screen Roll Podcast Network. Right? We have shows every day yes. of the week about the Lakers. Yeah, exclusively. Yeah.